0: And welcome back to In Her Words I am your host, Tando Mazaburu And today, like every other time We have an amazing guest She is an author who's written 22 books A copywriter, a ghostwriter And she also helps upcoming writers Welcome Jessica Hi Jessica
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: good, how are you? So Jessica, please explain to us how you wrote so many books.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, um, that's just what I'd like to do. You know, I've always loved to, to write like like Ever since I can remember really that's, that's been what I've enjoyed the most. And, um, when I got to be, um, when I got in college, that's when I really started taking it seriously though, as far as um writing with the attempt to publish. So, um, you know, just whatever free time I had, that's what I was doing. So that's over time, you build up a lot.
0: Okay, so you studied sports management. You mentioned you went to college. And yes, you did have a passion for writing, but how do you now pivot from sports management or studying sports management in college to going to being an author?
1: Oh, you know what? I... (laughs) I've been all over the place. I and, and that's really just not taking time when I was younger to um really sit and think about what I wanted to do long term. It was more what I liked in the moment back then. <clears throat> um I mean I went I graduated high school, went to Cosmetics School, then I went to college and studied sports management, then I went to massage therapy school, you know, and then I worked in telecommunications for 14 years. So I mean I've been doing some everything and and I could have avoided all of that if I had like taken the time when I was, you know, um, a teenager to really think about. Okay, what do I want to make my living at? What do I want? What I really love to do, and what do I want as a career? Rather than okay, I like this, I I study this, you know, and then do it for a while and then yeah, and then you know move on to something else. So that was really just poor planning on my part. You know, I liked all of that stuff, but it wasn't. Those weren't my passions you know, like writing is.
0: So then what was the turning point that made you, after changing careers and um, things that you thought were stuff you liked um, to be a career, what was the turning point that made you realize that I actually want to be an author?
1: Well, I wanted to be an author forever. Like that never went anywhere. It was just a matter of me not knowing, I guess, how to go about it. You know, um, back in the day, <clears throat> excuse me, I I specifically remember one of my life goals being I want to be a bestseller. But, and I was writing books, you know, back then, but, you know, I didn't know how to go about getting them published or, you know, who to give them to or whatever. Cause, um, unfortunately, also over the years, I've um, run into a lot of people who, you know, wanted, said they would help me do things and, and didn't, you know, so, um, I had, uh, developed a kind of trust issue, um, with people, um, not believing what that, you know, what they were going to say or when they said you know, oh, oh yeah, I help you. I know what to do. Uh, I I can hook you up. Or I can refer you to this, but, and none of that ever happened, you know? So it wasn't until I was, it, it was 2008 when I published my first book and a family friend, um, he helped me to go about that. Um, and it was a few years before that I tried to go the traditional route and submitted uh, another book Um, and they actually wanted to buy it but the terms were awful and I um, I showed the contract to that actually that same family friend who's an attorney and he was like yeah no no you don't want to do that they'll take everything from you with this so um, so yeah Uh, and I didn't and self publishing wasn't as big a thing back then so um. So yeah, two thousand eight was when um
0: everything kicked off. Uh, you speak about self-publishing and it not being such a big um thing back in two thousand and eight. Um, and yes, um, publishers not responding to you well or just wanting to take everything from you. Um, what led to you to decide? Okay, I will self-publish. And how did you come to that decision?
1: But well, when he <clears throat> the avenue that he um that he introduced me to at the time I didn't even realize was self publishing you know I didn't you know it wasn't necessarily the term that was used um but you know over time you know it became more and more popular, and I realized that that's actually what I was doing after the fact you know um but I knew i even though I knew that you know with um with the terms that that were laid out. I still owned all my rights and, you know, I could take the book somewhere else if I wanted to. I knew all of that, but I still, you know, the term self-publishing just wasn't, you know, used at the time. So, um, but once I, you know, uh, got wind of it and learned what it was, you know, I was, it didn't change anything. I was very, um, very happy, to, happy with that because I liked that. I had still had all of that control and I was still able to um, own everything that I put out, you know, and I didn't have to defer to anyone else as far as my content or as far as when I put the books out or as far as, you know, um, cover design or any any of those little things that, you know, in, in any other sense, I would have to um, kind of get approval from other people about, you know, some, something I created, you know, and, and I didn't want to have to do that.
0: Um, self-publishing is a Big journey and it's a journey that Is quite, can be quite expensive So when you started How hard was it Financially for you to now Publish your own books Or did you get help In that regard
1: Well for my first book um, I think he he helped me some Because he knew At the time my situation I mean i I was working, but I wasn't in a position to fund all of that um, on my own. And it wasn't ridiculously expensive, but it was just more than I was prepared to do at the time. So he helped me with the first one. Um, but everyone, you know, thereafter, I did myself. And, you know, like I said, it wasn't, um, I mean, it's, it's it's not free or cheap or anything, but it's it's not, you know, ridiculously expensive. So I, I, after that, I would do like one put out one book um a year or every other year depending on depending on my situation. Um up until recently when I changed um when I changed avenues, um now you have companies like Draft Digital, which I now use, which allows you to um be a little more flexible or at least, you know, you can put out more things more often, um, just because of how it's done. So so yeah, over the years I've I've kinda learned how to um, be more cost efficient with that, you know, and it's not as bad now. I mean, you still have, you still need to spend money, but it's not, it's not as bad as a lot of people might think it is as far as that.
0: Okay. Um, so for a reader, who's not familiar with some of your books, what would you categorize yourself as what type of author, what genre do you write of the books that you, you write?
1: Um most of most of my books are more women's fiction. I do have some romance. Um and a few of them are a little on the on the heavy side. Um um as far as genre, I would say um I guess mainstream more or something like that. I it's funny um when I was actually Categorizing them a little, a little while back, there were a couple of. Them. I was beating my head against the wall trying to figure out what genre they were, and you would think I would know that considering I wrote it, but, but I don't. I don't have that in mind when I'm writing a story. It's just the story I want to write, and then after the fact, I worry about all of that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I try to. Um, most most of my women's women's fiction, there's a lot of romance in all of them, but um, in those particular stories, it's not about the romance centrally. It's about you know the um, the the woman um, you know, protagonist or in a couple of them, it's the relationship between two friends or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I, I think only three or four of them are technically romance by definition. But, um, but yeah, um, that's, that's for the most part out of all of them.
0: You also are cons- um, consulting young writers, um, or moving into that space of helping young writers to write. What made you have um step into that decision of being someone who helps young talent or creative talent in writing?
1: Well, people kept asking me, you know, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't anything I um I said I wanted to do and, and set out to to do is is it was a thing of People would come to me and be like, "Hey, I, want, I got this book idea and I don't know what to do or I don't know how to get started or that's how that's what it was it, it wasn't um a particular desire of mine to go into that. um I don't mind doing it, but it's it's certainly not my main thing um or anything that I really even advertise. it's on my website, but i don't I don't make that known as a thing that I do because um that takes a lot of time. And I would rather spend most of my time working on my books. Now if someone were to seriously come up to me and say I need your help, then absolutely. But um, you know, it's it's mostly a thing of if you happen to know I do that and I um and you come and ask and and we vibe like that, then yes. Then I I absolutely help you. But um but yeah, it's it's more of a side thing that, you know, just kind of bore out of necessity that people kept asking if I could help them with that. And that's and fine. I don't mind doing that.
0: You spoke about that you write stories about women and women protagonists. Um, was it very intentional for you that your, your giftings or your offerings were about women's stories?
1: I wouldn't say that the only thing that's really intentional is that my characters are black. Other than that, whatever the story is, um, that's just what the story is. Um, most of my books center around women, um, but I do have, I'm looking at my books now. I, I do have, I think one or two that have um, male um, protagonists mm-hmm. um, and, and the, it's from their point of view, but for the most part, um, I mean, yeah, but it's that's just just how, I, or, or there's it's a dual POV, you know, it's male and the man and the woman. Um, but yeah, it's just that's just how it goes. And I guess it's just, you know, I guess being a woman myself, that's just the, the point of view I lean towards. But yeah, it's not it's not a conscious decision.
0: Um, so I know like an author's books are their babies. Yeah. <laughs> but which one is your favorite baby? <laughs> Do you have a um, baby?
1: <laughs> oh goodness. Um it's yeah, that's difficult.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> just one, right? Just
0: one. Let me, let me, let me rephrase the question. Like, if someone um like came to you and said, "Which is the first book of yours should I start reading? Which one would you recommend? The first book, hmm. not necessarily the first one that you publish but which one?" Of right. You?
1: I would probably say forehead kiss, which I, I released last year. That's a uh, um, friends to lovers rom com. Um, that's definitely at the top of the list. If not, if it's not the favorite, it's, it's right up there. Um, you know, that was just one that I wrote that at the time I needed to write something funny and lighthearted and something that would lift my spirits as well as anyone else's. Um, so yeah, that that's one I actually. And it's funny, people people don't believe authors do this, but we actually enjoy reading our own stuff. So when I when I pick up the book sometimes now, still I flip through it and I still chuckle at it. And you know, even though I wrote it, I know everything still happened. I still, you know, I still, you know, enjoy reading it, reading through it because it it, you know, and I hope that it has that same effect on other people. You know, it's just a fun, you know, funny, lighthearted, you know, book. And so um I, I would say that one. If I had to recommend
0: one, Forehead kisses is the one to, to,
1: kisses,
0: to Yes. To to like um to start
1: with. <laughs> right. Start with. Read that one then read, read other ones.
0: Read the other ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> you spoke about um some of the topics that you do cover um like are heavy and I saw that they mm. are. So there are some heavy books. That you know um, talk about you know domestic violence and sexual violence was that something that was important for you to also highlight besides the light-hearted you know stories and why go down that route because some people just you know write happy stories and that's enough for them in their career
1: right um I w- I don't have an agenda so it's like whenever I think of a story it's really just the story that comes to my mind and and that's really it it's it's no conscious thing of i want to highlight whatever um i really if anyone you know if anyone that knows me knows i don't even like to watch the news because it's just so you know it's so much heaviness and darkness and stuff i don't like violent movies i don't like you know any of that stuff so um it's really when the story comes to my mind and it won't leave then i know that's something i need to write um my books like emasculated, um which is heavy on uh, which centers on a, a man being abused by his girlfriend. Um I thought of that how many other years ago? And um you know, I mean I didn't really think anything beyond, you know, that that was the story that I wanted to write at the time. Um Back Talk, which is um which is another one. Um The Beginning of Again, that's another heavy one. Um those are just You know, they came to my mind and they developed how they developed. And I always allow the stories to develop however they're going to develop on the page. Um, Sometimes it's as I imagine it. um, Sometimes it's not. um, But um, it kind of goes its own way as I'm writing it. And, you know, I just go with it you know but yeah i never have a a conscious decision up front about i want to write a story about domestic violence or i want to write a story about child abuse whatever you know I, that's not how it goes with me you know it's just just whatever However, the story appears um in my mind that's how I, that's how i write it you know so i but you know um those stories also take a lot out of you when you're when you're writing them so um that's why I don't have that many of those, thankfully, you know, and um, actually I just finished a story that was kind of on the heavy side that didn't have any of that kind of stuff in it, but it was just very um, very emotional, and it, you know, and I had to actually take a break from writing that because it was just so um, it, I, I kept saying it was so emo, but yeah, I mean, it, it can be draining writing that kind of stuff. So you know, you just—I I tend to have to step back from it and work on something a little more, more lighthearted.
0: What is your writing process like? Because I know you said you just have this story in your mind, you need to write it out. But how does your specific writing process look like?
1: Hmm. Um. Well, like I—I get a story idea, and I try to. Um. And I—I jot—I have to jot it down. I'll put it in my phone or something because I do not have the memory to try to remember it. Um, And then, you know, um, if I decide, if I really, because sometimes I get an idea and I think it's cute in the moment, but then once, uh, you know, once I deliberate a little more, I realize that's not going to, that's not going to carry throughout a full full book. Um, And I know, uh, and I don't do many novellas or shorts or anything like that. I do have a series of shorts that I did, but for the most part, most of my stuff is full length novels. Um, so if I feel like it's a viable story that can, that can sustain a full length book, then I'll begin like fleshing it out and, um, thinking about the characters and I'll work on the outline and, you know, um, all of that stuff. And that can take days or weeks or months, depending on the story. I mean, I just finished the outline last week that I've had in my head for months and months. um, and sometimes it takes longer than that. It really just depends on the story. But, um, but yeah, um, and then once I finally get the outline where I want it, then I begin writing the first draft. Um, you know, and then after that, it's just uh, revisions and tweaks and rewrites and all of that fun stuff. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's pretty basic as far as that. Okay,
0: so what would you – what kind of advice would you give a young author or someone who has written or is trying to be an author or trying to get, make a career out of writing? It's not always an easy career to step into.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's writing itself is, is pretty easy to get into making a career out of It's a difficult thing. Um, but you know, that's, that's another topic I guess. But yeah, um, as far as just the writing part though, um, I would say, and this is what I tell people a lot when I get asked this, I say, write what you want because there's so much, um, there's so much dialogue or debate, I guess you could say now about what people should write, what they shouldn't write, how they should write it. You know, um, what is appropriate? What is not? And, you know, I just I, I turn my ears off to that because I've always been one to write the stories that I want. Um, because that's, you know, if you, tr- you if you try to cater to what's popular, then it's not authentic. It's not real. It's you know, you you don't put your as much of yourself into it. You might make a few books, but it, it's just just not authentic, you know. And if I'm going to have my name on something that's out there for people to get, you know, in perpetuity, then I want I want it to be something I'm proud of. You know, um, regardless of how many people buy, it, regardless of say what, regardless of any of that, I have to be proud of whatever I put out there. So it's whatever I whatever I produce is going to be something that, you know, it's going to be something that I wanted to write. I made the decision to do it um, and it didn't go out until I was happy with it. So that's that's what I tell people. Um get feedback, listen to opinions if you if you need to. But at the end of the day, if you write the story that you want to write, and live with it. Once once it's out there, live with it. You know, if whether people love it or hate it. It what what matters is if you love it or not. And that's what I tell people. That
0: that's some pretty good advice. Because everyone tries to fit into trends and what's, yeah, popping right now. Um, Exactly. So how and now we can talk about the business of being an author and the business side and getting your work seen and, you know, getting people to buy. How has that process now been for you? Besides now having to also write, self-publishing and now being. An author who has to run the business and make sure
1: you sell. It's a learning process still. Even after um, all these years and all these books, you you still you're still learning. I'm still learning the best best practices for certain things. Um, you know, I, I had a nine to five um, for years up until last year when I unfortunately got laid off. So writing was more of a side thing. Now it's it's um, it's all I do because. You know because of that um you know unless you uh, especially if you're self published it's it's even that more difficult to make your living at it um you know just because i mean you you you're putting up all the money up front you have to pay for everything from you know uh cover design you have to pay for um, if you get editing and proofreadings and all of that, um, if you get beta readers, sometimes they charge you for that. Um, whatever avenue you use to publish it, you, you know, you have to, you know, pay for that. You know, um, all those upfront costs are coming out of your pocket. You know, whatever you need to pay for for promotion, a lot of promotion is free. You don't have to pay for anything. Some, you know, depending on some things, you know, you do you know, um, have to put money up for for that. And then there's also the stuff about having a separate business account for just those expenses and that those and that income. Um, You know, it's a lot. It's a lot to learn. And I'm still learning, you know, because it wasn't up until um, somewhat fairly recently that I started looking at that because I was just focusing on I just want to write the books and that's it. I ain't really worried about much else. Um, But it is a business and you have to look you have to look at it as such you know, even though that's not the sexy part of it, that's the real part of it. You know, so um definitely um and you know, definitely align if you don't know, definitely align yourself with an author that that does. You know, there's so many author forums, author groups, whatever that you can join that, you know, that will tell you all this stuff. And and a lot of authors are very forthcoming when it comes to that kind of information. They'll gladly tell you, um what they do, you know, how they, you know, how they go about doing things. Um, Like I said, I'm still learning myself. You know, I I certainly don't claim to know everything about that, you know, Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely, it's definitely something to be mindful of. And I wish I had known early on, Um, you know, but this has been definitely a learn as you go thing for me. So, Um, but that's, that's fine. You know, I'm not, I'm not mad at that.
0: A lot of um, authors are currently using social media as a, a push for their business. Have you also gotten into the social media space to get a new audience or reach a new audience for your books <clears throat> or a new generation
1: of readers? Oh uh, yeah, I, I use social media a good bit. Um, I'm I'm there's some days more some days where I don't have much to say. And, um, (laughs) you you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm 10, I tend to be very quiet most of the time and I'm very, very introverted. So it's like when I have, when I have those days where I just don't have it in me to try to be cute or clever or whatever. Um, that's when I usually either repost stuff that I've already done or I just don't say anything. You know, Um, I I don't try to, I don't try to, I'm not one that tries to be flooding anybody's timeline or, or or be, you know, I have to be on there all day, every day. I do have other things to do. So, um, but I do try to plan. I do try to plan some content on Sundays. That's the day that I I usually to try to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is another um, ongoing learning process as far as content creation and all that. That's a whole other avenue in and of itself. You know, that's sometimes that's some people's whole jobs just to you know come up with with that kind of stuff. And you know, that's another part of this whole being an author thing is you know promotion and marketing. You know, um, oh, and it's it's not my favorite part. I'm just not going to front about that. But you know, it, it just comes with it. And unless you're able to pay someone to do that for you, you just have to find time to do it. It doesn't have to be that difficult. Um, I would say just choose one or two um, social media platforms to focus on because there's all, there's so many. and There's you know something that's always little new ones popping up. It's, it'll be darn near impossible to try to um, be be active on all of them um, and still be effective. So my my main ones are, are Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. Um, <laughs>
0: Why
1: but, um, the eye roll? <laughs> you know. Um, you should be on TikTok. Book
0: talk is it, really big right now.
1: <laughs> it, it is, but that's another that's another one of those things that's like Ugh. it's it's popular. I get it. But I just I don't vibe well with TikTok. It's fine, you know. I just posted some on there yesterday, so I can't say I'm not active. Yeah. I'm not as active as I am on Twitter and Instagram. It's just it's so much work. You got to make the. I, I just I I love Twitter because all you need is words. You know, you can post pictures, you can post other stuff, but all you need is words. You know, and that's that's why I love Twitter so much. Um, and it's it's just so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know. Um but but yeah, TikTok is fine. I mean i and I've actually, you know, picked up some good tips from there as far as like um Canva hacks and other little tips and stuff um about that. But yeah, I'm I'm more way more active on uh on Twitter and, and Instagram. It's just those are the ones I vibe with personally. Um nothing wrong with TikTok. <laughs> nothing wrong with, you know. You know the other ones but yeah those are my main two because I just I don't have the energy of the time to, to try to be on all of these you know all the time it just it's just not feasible
0: yeah. and it's just not your thing you should be writing
1: <laughs> right, I, mean, I have to write these books you know you so. these books not post these videos or whatever <laughs> right it takes it takes time to do that. Like the, the one I posted yesterday on TV, like Like, I love how it turned out, but oh my gosh! Like, I'm not a, a videographer or editor. Or whatever, I had to, to film that and edit it and all this. Uh, ugh, I can do that. I can't do that every day. No, no. I, just, I, just, <laughs> I so, It's a
0: lot. It of to, it's a lot. Yeah. Of
1: yeah. Jessica,
0: yeah.
1: exactly. thank you
0: so much for joining me um today and I'm just so honored to have you on this platform of mine oh. and I wish you so well. I'm definitely going to get a your book, one of them or two of them. I'm I'm an avid reader so I'm yeah. completely excited to start
1: reading. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much. Um,